is Jennifer at No Label Brewery, and you're listening to Drink of Ages Radio Show with John Denman. Come out to No Label seven days a week and join us for some badass beers on tap. Don't forget to visit our website at nolabelbrew.com for all events happening at our brewery. Hope to see you soon. I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, luminary. John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to a badass edition of Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN Radio. We are in Denver traveling up to the Rocky Mountain to the Mile High City. Denver, Colorado for the Great American Beer Fest. Um, we're actually in the hall right now, hanging out. Uh, haven't really started sampling just yet because it's, this is a definitely definitely a marathon. And you gotta, you gotta kind of pace yourself because there's, we'll get into all the numbers later in the show of how many breweries are here, how many beers are here, and just all the different stuff going on. I mean, if it's, it's a, just know, it's been a good time in Denver, always is. Denver's a really amazing city. Weather's been pretty fantastic. You know, you kind of expect it this time of year. And got got to get out and play around to golf, which is always good. You can hit the ball further in Denver. So it makes you feel good when you get up there and you're it's like a 340 yard par 4 and you're like, "Oh, I can reach that with my driver." And you don't, or I don't, but at least in my head, I think I can. And yeah, between that and uh, all the other legalities in Colorado, man, it's, Denver turns to a really good place to come hang out. So, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Great American Beer Fest is one of the one of the premier festivals by far in the whole world, uh, for especially just in sheer numbers, the amount of people, the amount of beers, and Texas. Texas have had a great representation the last few years, and has also like last year was like the highest metal count I believe for Texas breweries. So this year we're expecting that to increase. Uh, joining us now, walking through the crowd, right across our buddy Aaron Corsi from Eighth Wonder. Howdy, howdy! Thanks for having me on, guys. Man, definitely. It was it was funny because uh, and it, what is this? Like five hundred thousand square feet of beer. That, it, it's gigantic. Yeah, that is here. And so yeah, I was like, you know what? Aaron's here. I'm gonna go find him. He'd be he'd be fun to hang out with and talk for a little bit. So we're going through the mob, the crowd, walking around, trying to figure out this map that they have, the experience guide. And it has a number for Eighth Wonder. And so I'm looking for it, and I suddenly look up, and he's walking towards me. Yeah. And it was just. just yeah, you know, it's a great big crowd, but it's still a small beer world. We uh, get to recognize one another. Well, the some of the first people that I saw walking in was uh, James Simpson, James Simpson, and Chad Pillbeam. Yep. Yep. Um, they, they've been partaking in a lot of fun activities. <laughs> and there's plenty of fun activities up here in Denver, Colorado. That there are. And so, yeah, like you said, it's a big festival, but there's a huge turnout of people from Houston come to the festival, not just uh, just attendees, but breweries. And I haven't gone through all the lists to see all the def- different Houston breweries that are here, but uh, there, there's a bunch. And just every year seeing more and more. Absolutely. There's been quite a few. I was talking to the guys over at Backfish. St. Arnold's guys are here. Saw Buffalo Bayou earlier. 
Uh, so there's a lot of really, really great breweries. Uh, of course, the guys from ABGB kind of representing the Austin area, some great stuff. So Texas is really well represented up here at uh, GABF this year. Yeah, like I said earlier, you know, about winning, winning uh, I think Texas was the most, uh, was a, the most medal winning year so far was last year, I believe. Yeah, we and, did decent last year, yeah. And in Houston, uh, you had Galveston Island winning, St. Arnold, Holler, Eureka Heights. Yeah, no, no. So hopefully uh, Houston can repeat this year, take home a few more medals, and uh, everyone walks home with a big smile on their face. Yeah, I think everybody's going to walk home with a big smile anyway. Well, actually, no, by the time they get home, it's not going to be a smile anymore. It's going to be like, you know what? I need to take a couple of days off. Yeah, you know, you mentioned earlier uh, this is a marathon, and uh, it absolutely is. You know, you, you got to pace yourself. Uh, there's three days of this and uh, maybe some added bonus days on the end. And, uh, yeah, once you get home, you got to rest your liver just a little bit sometimes. Yeah, it's it's. I, I was prepping my liver before this, you know, training it. You're working it out. So your liver is a muscle. You got to work it out like the other muscles. Absolutely yeah. work it out and make sure you know it's it's doing what it's supposed to do, as strong as it could be, to go through all the punishment that it's going to go through over the next few days. <laughs> when you all the different that breweries that are here, uh, I haven't even gone through. Like I said, just just walked in. It's like let's get get this stuff done. You know, the responsibilities side of what I do in, in this industry. So let's get that done so the fun stuff can happen later. <laughs> and so, you know, walking through, there's there's just uh, so many breweries I've never even heard of before, you know, or, and, and especially even some like, like back to the Texas. They're like, oh, you're in Texas. That's never even heard of you before. So you get to walk around and sample and try beers from all over the place. And it's best to kind of come up with a game plan. And I mean, I don't know, have you come up with a game plan, like what what you're going to try to attack or certain breweries you want to try? Yeah, absolutely. So game plan day one, uh, myself and one of my uh, seller men, we're actually going around and we're going for breweries that have zero lines because we want to find a diamond in the rough. We'll take a sip. If it's not our, what we're thinking about, not what we're going for, we'll go ahead, dump it out, go for the next one. Tomorrow is just going to be brute IPAs and kettle sours. And the last day is actually going to be the long lines. So we're going to stand in line to make sure we're getting all those rare beers, that uh, those whales that everyone's kind of going for. So Diamond in the Rough, kind of a very specific style, and then uh, getting those whales. It's not a bad little, little plan of attack for something of this magnitude. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have to have a plan of attack. There is no way you can try all the beers here. So you got to have to pace yourself and uh, figure it out. And, you know, that's a great thing because next year it's going to be a different strategy. And then the year after that, a different strategy. And if the wife lets me come, the year after that, a different strategy. So, yeah. I think my strategy is just to not have my cup empty for too long. That, that is a good strategy. Uh, yeah. See how that works out. You know, I should try to get two cups for next year, just double fist it the whole time. Just it's yeah. not about it. You know, the, the, the biggest thing about this, they, most breweries will only do like a one-ounce pour, which is what they're saying. So, I mean, it's only like a one-ounce little shot. And, yeah, when you have 4,000 beers to try, you can really, yeah, you gotta, you got to really think about 4,000 ounces is a lot of ounces, sir. That's a lot of ounces. Yeah. That's a lot of pints yeah. it transfers into. Yeah. Yeah, what about what beers did you guys bring? Let's say we're talking with Aaron Corsi from 8th Wonder Brewery. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we brought our Haterade. So our Kettle Soured uh, Gosa uh, has been doing really, really well for us in the Houston market, and we're really happy to bring it out here to Colorado. 
We brought out Rocket Fuel, our Vietnamese coffee porter. Uh, this is actually, we're also doing Jameson Castmates this year, which we're very fortunate to do. And we did an Imperial Rocket Fuel for our Jameson Castmates beer. So an Irish Vietnamese coffee porter. So really, really fun stuff. We did our Weissheimer, our Hefeweizen, uh, very German style. And we did our Boss beer. Uh, so one of our hip-hop collaboration series, our wheat with just a whisper of pineapple, make it real sessionable for that Houston heat. It also works here in this beautiful weather we're here, having here in Denver. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, what is it, 80s outside? I'll take 80s, low humidity, Sunny, low a humidity. little bit of a breeze. I haven't put a jacket on in like a year and a half. I had to wear a jacket last night. It was yeah. great. Yeah, Houston's probably like 96 degrees right now, whatever reason. 100% uh, humidity, not raining, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're still doing outside stuff. That's one of my favorite outside sports, actually, yeah. 12-ounce <laughs> curl outdoors in the backyard. A little loose. The 12-ounce curl is what keeps you in shape. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Although you usually end up with like one gigantic arm and one kind of pathetic one, but you know it's okay. Yeah. That's why you have to. Have, that's why you have to double fist, right? So you keep them both working out. Keep right? it even. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Left, right, left, right. All right. Let's take a quick break and uh, come back. We'll talk more with Aaron Corsi from Eighth Wonder Brewery. We are here live at Great American Beer Fest in Denver. This is Drink of Ages. Be right back. Massive, bring the gun to Once more massive, 
And our friends over at Platypus Brewing have been really busy lately. I mean, they just did a collaboration with Copperhead Brewery called Definitely a Collaboration Hazy IPA. And man, you stop in there and try some, and you'll be able to find this beer all over town. I had some at Brewmasters. It was really good. So look for some Definitely a Collaboration Hazy IPA by Platypus and Copperhead Brewery, and it's all over the place. And then also something else that they have coming up that I'm really looking forward to as well is the third beer in their IPA summer sipping series called What a Prick. This hibiscus prickly pear IPA is 7%. is brewed with mosaic and azaka hops, so it's going to be nice and fruity. You'll be able to find that one as well. So stop by Platypus Brewery and man, hang out and grab a pint. Thistle Draft Shop up in spring. If you haven't been, you need to definitely go check them out. So many beers on tap. I mean, more than you can count, over 90 beers on tap. Plus, uh, I don't know, like 30 feet of refrigeration that's full of all kind of beers you can have there and take to go. But don't miss out on their food. So, you know, make the quick drive up to spring to Thistle Draft Shop and try them out. But one thing that they have coming up on October 20th, just going to put this on your calendar, from 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., they're going to have a little beer fest over there. And so there's going to be over 30 breweries hanging out. And, you know, hopefully the weather's going to be nice. So it'll be outside. If not, it could be inside. And it's going to be just a good time to walk around, sample a bunch of local beers. There's going to be food, little appetizers, and all kind of different things happening at Thistle Drop Shop October 20th. So more information is going to come up here. You'll, you'll see more about that on Facebook, especially if you follow them. Admission is going to be free, but then you have to purchase your tickets for samples. Uh, it's going to be a good time, and it's also going to help benefit Craft Pack. So... Definitely go out there October 20th, and if you've never been, go check out Thistle Draft Shop. We are back. This is Drink of Ages Radio. We are here at Denver, Colorado, Great American Beer Fest. Enjoying enjoying all the things that Denver has to offer and hanging out with Aaron Corsi from 8th Wonder Brewery. Howdy. So, I was trying to think of uh, just best approach for the whole weekend. I mean, just for Colorado because, yes, there's Great American Beer Fest. Uh, Denver Rare Beer Tasting, yep. which is an amazing event. Then um, Saturday is a Scallywag Festival, Pennywise, Bad Religion, and Rancid. And so it's like festival this day, festival this day, festival this day, and Great American Beer Fest if you want to do those every day. Yeah, you know, Denver's a lot of fun. Uh, actually, the uh, block that we have our Airbnb on, they're throwing an Oktoberfest on Saturday. So we're going to go to a street party Oktoberfest as well. Uh, the Scallywag Festival you're talking about, i just hearing of it now. Bad Religion is one of my favorite bands, so definitely going to have to make it out to that. So this town never, ever disappoints. It really doesn't. I, uh, one day I'm going to come here in the summertime and to do more of the summertime outdoor activities. We come here pretty much every winter for snowboarding. And, you know, it's great. It's fun. Colorado is a good time. Uh, but man, it's like, I wouldn't mind going fly fishing sometime. I've never been fly fishing. Wouldn't yeah, you know, the, the river ran through it. It was a great movie. So, uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of yes, fly fishing made, in that. Made yeah. you want to go fly fishing. Yeah. 
There's a guy, uh, Transco Tower, no, Williams Tower, whatever it is over there, that uh, we used to go out there and set up croquet and play in the big field with our ice chest of beer, of course. And uh, there was a guy, was, he'd always be out there in the pond fly fishing. And I was like, do you ever catch any? He goes, no, I'm just practicing. You know, I was like, coming out here fly fishing. I was like, all right. So, I mean, it must be peaceful. Yeah, yeah, it's, it seems really nice in all the beer commercials I see from Colorado. So, yeah, might as well give it a try once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, but man, this time of year through October, uh, September, October, because this this is the earliest that I've ever been to Great American Beer Fest. Yeah, it's about three weeks earlier than normal, I think. Yeah, yeah so not sure exactly why, but uh, yeah, it definitely is a little bit warmer out there than it, than it was last year. I remember that. Yeah, but this is warm for Denver standards, not warm for Houston, Texas That's standards. True. So That's true. But yeah, the good thing is that. On just about every corner, you're going to find a brewery in Denver yeah. now. I mean, it is, you, you can trip out of one and fall right into another one, which is pretty amazing. Yeah, the Uber driver on the uh, way in from the airport was saying there's a couple hundred breweries in Denver, Colorado. I was like, I, I don't doubt it. And they're all making quality products. Yeah, we, we stopped by a few yesterday, and uh, today was golf, so I didn't get any breweries in today, but... Uh, tomorrow, yes, there'll be there'll be breweries and yeah, continuing on until we leave. Last year, it was all right. Let's go to breweries that uh, never tried before, and I have a couple friends that live up here. They're like, well, yeah, there's like 20 that just opened up. So right, yeah, pick three or pick pick something, and we'll go to that one. And the same thing this year is like, yeah, let's go to some that just opened up. They're like, well, okay, let's let's pick. There's which area of town do you want to go to? Because there's about five in each location. Yeah, I definitely have to strategize open. on that. So, yeah. And they're all, luckily you can find a lot of them centrally located, so you can kind of brewery hop. Yeah. Did you uh, did you guys enter any beers into the competition? Yeah, yeah. We entered a few beers. Uh, we entered four beers this year. We entered uh, everything we're pouring, actually. So the Haterade, the Rocket Fuel, the uh, Weissheimer, and the Boss Beer. So, you know, we're looking forward to seeing how they do. Uh, even if we don't get a medal, the uh, feedback is always very, very important. Uh, I, I do find it funny once in a while, though, uh, just the nature of the beast with beer competitions. One guy writes, like, this lovely report, the best beer I ever had. Uh, third guy is like, yeah, it was pretty good beer. And the uh, guy in the middle is like, worst thing I've ever had. So you, you can get some different opinions when you get the feedback back. But all in all, it's really good to hear anyways. I mean, you have to think that, you know, the judges, because we've talked to, you know, Brock Wagner is usually a judge, Eric Warner. Their judges and it's like, how do you how do you maintain like a level of just being able to honestly taste stuff and because you're tasting so many and it's like well it's when you taste it you gotta take breaks you gotta come back you're only doing so many at a time so yeah I mean, it's, count me in put me in as a judge <laughs> yeah you know I always say this tasting is tough uh, drinking's fun uh, tasting is actually a skill it's a skill set it's a little tough to do. Well, yeah, and about to get ready for some tasting around this place. Because <laughs> yeah, one thing about, you know, that Denver does, you know, it kind of dries out your mouth. So you got to constantly be drinking something. And Yeah, you know, and beer is 90, 95% water. So that's a good hydration source, hydrating. I think. Yeah. I want to I want to try that uh, Imperial Rocket Fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Jameson castmates, the Imperial Rocket Fuel aged in Jameson barrels. Uh, really, really happy with that. So we'll be actually seeing that in the Houston market uh, starting 2019, but we have a sneak preview up here at the Great American Beer Festival. So, What is the ABV on that? ABV of that is pushing 9%. Oh, man. How much coffee is in each glass? 
would you say? You know, it is about 10% uh, uh, cold brew coffee by volume. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good place to stop after this, between this uh, this segment and the next one, just to get that little caffeine boost. Oh, yeah, yeah. A little, uh, it, it's a great breakfast beer. It's a great midday beer. Whenever you need a little pick-me-up, it's good beer. Talking with Aaron Corsi from Eighth Wonder Brewery. We're here at Great American Beer Fest. Uh, man, you know, I'm trying to figure out who exactly. There's so many people here, and when you when you're walking around, like now, just of course, like, thousands of people. But uh, you walk by, and it's like, hey, man, there's Adam Avery, you know, and then there's uh, Jim Cook, and all these people are just walking around and, and hanging out. So yeah, you get a little chance to talk to them. Like last year, last year I got choked out by a hacksaw Jim Dugan. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Melvin. Yeah. And so it's like you never know what you're going to come across. Uh, but this session here is not nearly as crazy as the Saturday sessions. Those, ah. those, especially the Saturday afternoon, gets it's really out of control. A lot more costumes. Yeah, you know, it's a little crazy. Saturday has two sessions. It's, it gets more and more fun every single day that we're here. Uh, the pours get a little heavier every single day we're here. So it's a great time. It would be nice if, if you know, we could do something similar to this in Texas. I know the laws are kind of prevent having you know, all the beer, the beers. I can't even talk, man. Having all the beers from uh, out of state coming in, you, you have to. But if they could just do like a weekend where you can just get an easily online temporary permit or something, that would, that would make, make something like this successful down in Texas. Absolutely. We have a lot of convention space in Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and the Dallas market. And, you know, there's a lot of people out there. So hopefully we can get some of those Texas laws changed to benefit all parties and uh, we can do something like this in the future. Yeah. Um, any other plans for the weekend in Denver? Uh, is there something that you're looking forward to? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of my favorite restaurants is actually up here in uh, Denver, uh, Euclid Hall. So yes. they do a lot of really good charcuterie, some bone marrow stuff. They always have a great beer and wine selection. So I'm surprising the whole crew. And actually, uh, tonight, I'm going to take them all out. So we're running six deep for GABF. I'm going to take them all out and uh, hopefully have a good time. Cheese curds. Cheese, oh, you got to love cheese, cheese curds. curds. Yeah. Man, that stuff. Uh, yeah, you're right. Euclid Hall is, is, a, is a fantastic place. Of course, we always stop by Fallen Rock. Chris, yeah, the owner of that is Kingwood. From Kingwood, so it's always good to catch up with him. And great beer over there, Falling Rock. And yeah. really good beer. Great fried mushrooms. You know, I've never really uh, partaked in their food. Yeah, their beer is so good. Uh, never really realized they had food, so yeah. I have to try it. If you if you do, just know that when they set the mushrooms down, don't eat them for at least thirty minutes because you'll regret every bite. This thing is just some reason. I don't know. You're a doctor. You'll you. <laughs> how do they hold so much heat? They're they're piping hot. Uh, we'll have to uh, analyze the thermodynamics of it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, Aaron, man, appreciate you coming by and hanging out. Enjoy the rest of your time in Denver. And, man, I don't know, maybe we'll see you over at Euclid Hall later because that sounds like a great idea. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and cheers. Cheers. All right, this is Drink of Ages. We are Great American Beer Festival. We're going to go wrangle up some more people, come back and uh, talk some more beer and everything else. Drink of Ages. Be right back.
Spindle Tap is killing it with their IPAs. Heavy Hands, Justin, Houston Hayes, Draped Up, all have been phenomenal brews. With all the tasty releases, man, don't forget about Hop Gusher. This has been one of my favorite go-to beers for a while now. 6.5%, nicely balanced with a blast of hoppy aroma. The citrus taste and slight bitterness makes this a crowd pleaser. Grab some Hop Gusher and make this a regular in your beer fridge. If you are a fan of good beer, then come by Drink of Ages Pub, 1005 Wall Drive in Montrose. We have over 200 beers with 32 specialty rotating taps of badass beers, cider, kombucha, and cold-brewed nitro coffee. Take a 32-ounce growler or build a mixed six-pack to go. You can even bring your own growlers in, and we will fill them. Drink of Ages Pub, badass beer for here, badass beer to go. This is something for the blunt. Hanging out here in Denver, Great American Beer Fest. I'm John Denman. DJ Muskratch is a producer. And we're sitting here at the convention center hanging out amongst, you know, thousands of our closest friends at this point, sampling some excellent beers. And so now we have from the Brewers Association, Ann Obenchain, who is a marketing director, has joined us. Hi, John. How are you? And happy Great American Beer Festival. Happy Great American Beer Festival to you. Uh, I am doing very well and getting better by the ounce. Excellent. <laughs> I think is how it works around the beer festival. Uh, now it's, it's, uh, it's such a gigantic event. And yes, it has gone on for how many years now? This is our 37th year. The, I can only imagine, the, it'd be, this is one of those festivals that you'd love to go back to like the first 10 years and visit. And because it is, I mean, probably the first festival could sit in the area that we're sitting in right now, you know, the, just like the resting tables. Right, right. Yeah. I think in uh, 1982, it was in the Harvest House Hotel in Boulder, Colorado, and there were 22 breweries. That was a lot at the time, though, I would imagine. Which would be a lot. Yes. And there were probably, I think we were talking to Charlie, about 500 or so attendees. Whether those 22, were they just local, more Colorado, or some of the national brands? I wonder, you know, if it's... I could get the list. You can actually download the list on our Great American Beer Festival website. There's a PDF of the original program. So for oh, wow. your listeners out there, if you want to kick back and look at it, it's Go fun to see. Go through a little see. history. Yeah, that's great. So how many breweries are here this year? We have over 800 breweries this year from all 50 states. Is there a state that sends the most? Is Colorado? Is Colorado? I'll give you most? one. Yes, it's Colorado. Yes. We have 160 breweries in the hall from Colorado. California is number two, and Washington came in third this year. No, I think that's probably about per capita. You know, the 
than most breweries and cities. You know, the, so it probably has, or states, Colorado probably has the most per capita, I would imagine. Um, California close. is f ranks first, and okay. Washington ranks second, and Colorado ranks third. Yeah, so, so it's going to be the top three for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because every year that I come to Denver, there's just more breweries have opened up in the area, and it's fantastic. Uh, how many beers are at the event this year? Well, how many have you had so far tonight? I don't know if I should say that on the, <laughs> <laughs> on the radio. Well, deduct that we have 4,000 beers here in the festival hall right now. Muskrat, we have our work cut out for us. <laughs> yes, I think... Um, we were talking with uh, Eric Corsi from 8th Wonder Brewery. He, he was on earlier, and we are kind of talking about strategizing and how to tackle the Great American Beer Fest with so many beers, you know, because you can't try them all. But, you know, and there's definitely some you want to try, but then you just walk through, and there's so many breweries that you've never even heard of. And yeah. so it's just getting the experience. Just stuff that, you know, beers you never tried, beers you never heard of before. What I like to do is recommend to both first comers, first time, first time attendees, and um, people who have come here many years, is to download our free app, because on that app it's called MyGABF, and even if you're at home, you can you know couch surf from there. Um, there's a bunch of beer tours on the app, so you can go to. I want to see all the first time breweries. So if you want to go discover all those, you can get that list right there on your app. Or if you maybe don't know the name of a brewery, but you know you like a type of beer, like you like um, sour beers, there's a tour called the Sourpuss. Or if you like German beers, there's one called Albibach, you know, <laughs> so it's all the box. Oh, that's great. Um, and then there's one called Unicorn Beers, where we're just going to surprise you with some crazy stuff. So that's available, um, which can make it easy by type. Um, also, it's this year we changed the festival configuration to be in alphabetical order. I'm, yes, so. is, uh, look at the program, you know, trying to find Eighth Wonder, and it's it's like, well, wait a minute, these are all kind of, and that's when I realized that, yes, things have changed. And yes. so there's not, in the past it was regional. Yes, in the past it's been regional, and uh, we had some attendee feedback to try to mix it up a little bit. Um, also, when we'd have these big regions like Colorado, it might be really hard to get through that area because, you know, here's 160 breweries and everybody's coming to those. So we really think that this alphabetical order, you know, you'll come to one brewery from California and right next to it there's one from Vermont and there's one from Mississippi. And you may not have ever known about them. Mm. And now you taste their beer and you're like, hey, I want to go on a road trip to go visit these guys. We're talking with Ann Obenchain, the marketing director for Brewers Association. And let's talk about the Brewers Association just for a little bit because sure. this, tell us more about what exactly the organization does. So we're a trade, Brewers Association is a trade association and our primary purpose is to promote and protect the small and independent craft brewer. You guys do a great job of that, by the way. <laughs> so promote, this This falls under the promote category. Yes, yeah, this, this is a very good promotion for a lot of small breweries. So yeah, that's what, um, I know that Muskratch has his favorite, that as soon as we get done, that he's going to go to and spend most of the time there at that one. I'm going to, yeah, it's almost like just like stop at every fourth one and just see what happens. You know, just, just come up with an interesting plan for Great American Beer Fest. Uh, 
you've grown substantially from the first year that we came out here. I guess that was 2013, I think. Yes. 2012. And this festival has grown so much bigger since that in just that short period of time. We've uh, this year we added another hundred thousand square feet, so we're up to five hundred eighty-four thousand square feet. Uh, somebody who does math and comparison said that's close to eight football fields. Um, and some of the reasons that we did that was to give people more room to hang out to provide more hangout space and more activity. So we've got something for every level of beer lover, from the first timer to the folks that really are being hardcore and taste, making tasting notes. So we've got more food. We were able to bring in food trucks. So there's a whole area with uh, five or six food trucks. We brought in um, a sports bar with Buffalo Wild Wings. So you can watch football and hang out and taste beers. Uh, we brought in our friends from Jameson Castmates and their whole neighborhood program, their barrel-aged beer program with 17 craft brewers. We were talking so, about that uh, earlier because Eighth Wonder had one of their casks over there. And, and yeah, that's another one that we need to go visit. Soon we wrap up the show. <laughs> and I'm looking, looking over at Muskratch, it's like empty glass. Normally, you know, we're sitting around tables with full glasses, but... Yeah, they're clean, empty glasses, I know. We, <laughs> yeah, the rest of the crew, they're running around scoping everything out for us. So we're like, okay, we're going to get the, this, this, get the show done and then, then getting back into the beer mindset and then just everything else that Denver has to offer. Right. All the good times that happen. What exciting things, uh, like beer-wise, like you're talking about the unicorns. Is there anything that you've looked up there like, okay, I need to go try anything? You know, I have yet to go look at the list and really get out on the floor like you. I need to get my part of the show done so then I can go out and enjoy it. But um, there is so much happening in craft beer these days. I mean, I've got my eye on some of the more wild flavors and some of the things that I've seen out there from various breweries. There's the barrel-aged beers are always something I like. September in Colorado is sort of a multi-personality. You know, you want to still have those summer beers on those warm fall days. And then when it gets cool at night, I want to go to those darker beers. So I'm going to try to seek out some of each. That sounds, sounds like a great plan. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, I tend to always lean towards IPAs, but I love trying, you know, there's not a solid beer that I do not like. And, but I think I think that's going to be one of the ones. Like, I'm going to look for more of the barrel-aged stuff out tonight. I think I want the I want the roastier. I want the maltier. Sounds like a great plan. Uh, all right. Well, I appreciate you stopping by Thank and you. hanging out with us. Enjoy your time here at the festival. Oh, we certainly will. And um, and Open Chain, the marketing director for Brewers Association. Thanks appreciate for you me. hanging out with us. Take care. All right. Take care. DJ Muscratch. I think uh, we need to take a quick break run and grab some beers real quick and come back and then we'll wrap up the show all right drink of ages great american beer fest we'll be right back
you're a startup brewery or distillery or you've been around for years, the badass folks at Cash Branding has to be your go-to source for branded merchandise and apparel. Cash Branding does it all, from imprinted glassware, coasters, koozies, tin tackers, and bottle openers to dickies and red cap work shirts, t-shirts, and caps. Their apparel decorating options are top-notch, offering embroidery and the latest trends in screen printing, using water-based and discharge inks to achieve that super soft feel. Artwork services and samples are always free. Why go out of town or use multiple suppliers for your branded merchandise? Keep it local like we do. Let the badasses at Cash Branding, the official merchandise sponsor of Drink of Ages, kick your branded merchandise and apparel up a notch. Give them a call at 855-376-7638 or check them out at cashbranding.com. Scratch, hanging out in Denver, Colorado, enjoying some great American beer festival. We have people walking by. Just, I think everybody's getting happier and happier. So, oh yes, uh, fantastic! Browns playing the Jets. Uh, you know, we all know DJ Muskratch is a very much a Cleveland Browns fan. One of the few, but one of the proud Cleveland Browns fans. But now hanging out here at. Um, Great American Beer Fest. Like I said, every year, I think this is the sixth year that we've been out here. That they've invited us out to come talk about the festival, enjoy everything. And it's always good to meet the new people from the Brew Association. They, they do phenomenal. We, we barely even touched on it, but what they do uh, to help independent craft brewers, breweries, is absolutely amazing. I mean, they're, they're definitely a resource for the industry. One of the things that we actually we didn't talk about Muskratch is uh, the competition that's actually held here. You know, we mentioned earlier with Aaron from 8th Wonder about how Galveston Island, they won for their Amber. Uh, Holler won from their ESB. And 
Yeah, like some of the some of the medal winners of the past. Well, that's all just a big giant beer competition, where uh, it's something like over eight thousand entries of beers are submitted, and that's that's a lot of beers. That's a lot of beer. So in each category, the IPA was the largest, and now they have the new juicy IPA cat, the new juicy categories, and that is the largest of all of them now that overtook IPAs, IPA category. So you know, Spindle Tap, it's got some good hazy beers involved, but if anybody who enjoys those beers knows that there's going to be some really stiff competition. So being the uh, first one to win a medal. In a brand new category, that's going to be it's going to be pretty badass for whatever brewery walks home with that. And it's three days, so festival is three days: Thursday night, Friday night, two on Saturday, and then they do the award ceremony on Saturday. And it, that's that's a whole lot of fun because the categories pop up, and it's just like you know, so nobody's out there going in. The winner is, but then it shows it pops up who the winners are: the the bronze, silver, and gold. And then the breweries, of course, get super excited. And they're like, "Did we actually win?" This is his. Yeah. Talking to Holler, John, and Catherine. Yeah, they're like, "Did they honestly just call our names that that we won?" And Eureka Heights, they won for their Buckle Bunny, and they weren't even there. And and it's, last year I didn't go. To the award ceremony, uh, we would play usually play around a round of golf, and that was we did play the last last year on Saturday during the awards. But Eureka Heights, they weren't even there. You know, they, they submitted, and it's like, man, how must scratch. We, you and I would have gone on stage and accepted the award for them. So maybe that's what we'll do: is just we'll hang out Saturday, and if nobody gets up, then we'll just get up and just go and accept the award on their behalf, take pictures with it, you know, and, and and move on to the next person that didn't show up and accept their awards as well. So, but yeah, the, the, the competition, uh, I was actually pulling up the numbers for the all the categories. Um, yeah, so for the GABF competition, it's actually the, the world's largest and most distinguished beer competitions. There is going to be a lineup of more than 8,300 beers from over 2,200 breweries competing for the gold, silver, and bronze. And yeah, we were kind of talking about the judging for that. And yeah, it's just because, and what happens is you submit, it's, it's, it's blind tasting and for the category. So you know that you're judging, say, an amber. And so they line up all the, you know, the flight of amber beers, you taste them, and then you rate them and you give your remarks. Well, then those remarks actually get sent back to the brewer, the brewery, so they can check them and, you know, just kind of get, get some feedback as well but yeah at the same time it's kind of funny because like aaron said that you know you have one like oh this beer is amazing best beer I ever had and then somebody's like this is absolute garbage yeah so it just is it just depends you know how you, you got to take it for what it is but uh to leave with a medal from great american beer fest kind of like the world cup same thing is that is something that that you know everybody is like oh, yeah, i'd be cool to win but then once they win they walk around and they wear like you know mr t is <laughs> walking around with their gold chains and you know we're gonna show that stuff off so looking forward to that on saturday hopefully some of the houston breweries bring home some more medals i am actually expecting it to happen because there's a lot of excellent beers being brewed in houston and you know spindle tap walks away with one of the hazies I'm going to get on stage. 
I'm gonna get on stage and uh, yeah, probably make make some sort of fool of myself. This is gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be worth it. Uh, but hope everybody out there has enjoyed this Great American Beer Fest show. It's as for years in the past, man. This was one of the more calmer ones. I kind of think we're growing up a little bit, Muskratch. Yeah, it's it's like all right, let's take care of business before before the fun happens. But uh, it doesn't always work out that way. But this this year, this year I think it's time, and I think it's time to go go try some beers. I won't. So well, thank everybody for tuning in. Uh, you can listen to any of the old shows sponsored by No Label Brewing Company, which Tom Painter is running around here representing some No Label. I actually saw a lot of people, man. Nathan from Texas Leaguer, uh, they're running around. Buffalo Bayou's here. St. Arnold's here. Eighth Wonder. And so it's going to be uh, – I'm getting ahead of myself because I know how the night's going to go, Muskratch. And as long as we don't see Razul after midnight, then we're, we'll be okay. But now everybody be safe. Listening to the old show sponsored by No Label Brewing Company by going to iTunes, drinkofages.com. And, man, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Go Astros, and we'll see everybody next week.